It's the WP Minute. This episode is brought to you by MindSize. If you're looking for monthly WooCommerce support, look no further than MindSize.com. Our inaugural member Sunday is here, and we're honored to highlight Daniel Schutzmith, a thrice WordCamp organizer now carving out a niche for WordPress live streams with his latest project, WP Livestreams. With a passion for live streams throughout the pandemic, Daniel stumbled into a real need for live stream creators and viewers. With so much great WordPress content being streamed, he hopes to make his website the go-to destination for the community to find new content across YouTube, Twitch, Twitter spaces, and whatever technology comes next. Quite a natural direction for someone who thought he'd hang his hat on radio broadcast before getting into programming. It was a real treat to listen to this interview led by former WP Minute managing editor Paul Lacey. Don't forget to say hi to Daniel in the WP Minute Discord server or on Twitter. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it on social media. Join the newsletter at thewpminute.com and consider becoming a WP Minute member too. Join our annual membership, including access to the Discord server, getting producer rights to this very news channel, and take part in the hashtag Link Squad. We're nearly 50 strong, so why not join us? Grab your membership at buymeacoffee.com slash mattreport. That's buymeacoffee.com slash mattreport. Okay, here's today's Member Sunday with Daniel Schutzmith. Sure. Uh, I'm uh, Daniel Schutzmith. Uh, been a website and digital project manager for Pinellas County Government uh, down here in, in the, uh, the western side of Florida for about uh, two years now. Uh, before that, I spent about 10 years uh, designing and developing websites, uh, usually using WordPress uh, for different nonprofits uh, like Amnesty International and Greenpeace and so on. And um, now I live in Florida. I was born and raised in New York, so my pizza should just be plain, but I fold it. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, and for me, uh, I've just, you know, I've, I've been around the WordPress community for years. I don't think I really started getting active until probably about five or six years ago when I was one of the organizers for WordCamp uh, NYC. Uh, and then I did WordCamp, um, I did WordCamp NYC again the following year. So I was like, I think 2018, 2000, 2017, 2018. Uh, and then um, I was an organizer for WordCamp Miami in 2019, right before <laughs> we shut down. Actually it was 2000, what'd they call it? No, 2020. Yeah. It was right before we we shut down everything. I've got to say your uh, your voice. You were telling me about you were saying something um, when we were chatting the other day that you used to do something yeah. in radio. So what's that? Well, yeah, in 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 university, I went uh, for radio. So that's originally what I was going to do was be a be a radio DJ. You know, Dan Dan in the morning. You know that type of thing. And uh, cool. I. Uh, I, you know, I stumbled into computers. So this was a uh, 1996 to uh, 2000 is when I went to university. Yeah. Um, that I got gravitated towards uh, towards computers, specifically doing web design and, and, and learning HTML at that time. Uh, my mom had uh, gotten a computer. I never had a computer in high school. She got a computer when I got into college. So I was home on break. I tried it out, and she had a CD-ROM of. Um, uh, Howie Mandel doing some, he had some like game he made. I don't even know what it was, Yeah. but it turned out there was a whole thing that you could do an interface and play with some HTML in it. So I did that in one weekend and I was like, this is awesome. And I was hooked. And so ever since I changed my major and I focused more on doing, uh, doing web design than anything else. 
That's really cool. And now uh, we come full circle because uh, you 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 gave up the career in radio presenting, but we're we're back. <laughs> You've got the microphone. You got <laughs> right. and and live streaming right. is is a thing thanks to technology and the web. So I wanted to talk to you about that, obviously, because that's why we're here today. So. You've started your new project, WP Livestreams, uh, which is predominantly a Twitter feed, which is at, at, yeah. li- at WP Livestreams. And you've also got a website. So could you tell us a bit about the project, you know, the how and why did you start it and how, how it's been received by the community? Yeah, it, uh, it was really born out of my own need. It's kind of, you know, chewing your own dog food type of thing. Um, I've been watching live streams uh, fairly regularly over the past year or so, uh, you know, the pan- pandemic and everything. <laughs> yeah. But I noticed um, uh, a trend really in the past few months that there's a lot more live streams popping up for WordPress specifically. Uh, and it was becoming so much that I was not able to keep track of them myself. And I wanted to be able to view some of these or I wanted to be able to go back and, you know, put them on my radar to see the recordings or things like that. Uh, and, and so, you know, I think it was literally like an afternoon, you know, one Saturday that I'm, I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this and just throw something <laughs> together. Uh, I looked to make sure the domain name of it was available, looked to make sure there was a, you know, an actual Twitter name on it too. And I was like, you know, I'll just start actually retweeting these folks or just pointing it out to people, you know, what's coming up for that week, basically. Um, it's really focusing on, you know, pointing out the live streams that are out there uh, on Twitch and YouTube and Twitter spaces. And then there's just a host of different, you know, webinars that people put on different platforms. Um, it's primarily a Twitter feed. And I think it's always pretty much going to be primarily a Twitter feed just for the nature of it, because so many of these things are really about getting the word out is on Twitter. Uh, but I also, you know, I have the website together really for, for, authors to be able to submit their events on there so I can be able to track them uh, and trying to get a regular feed going there as well so that, you know, we have kind of a, a record of all these events when they were and things like that. And so hopefully, you know, in that sense, people can actually go back and see if they missed one and actually go get information on that. Um, the technology is definitely improving. Uh, you know, we have YouTube that just started doing their live streaming, I think about a year, maybe two years ago, somewhere in there. Um, Twitch has been around a while, but, uh, you know, it's not as user-friendly, I would say to people just getting, just getting into the space, trying it out. Uh, and then Twitter spaces is pretty interesting because it's more audio focused. There's no video to it, but it, it, it's definitely easier to start with. Uh, you can easily get, you know, going on a Twitter space and really just have to have a phone to be able to, to strike up and be able to talk on one of these, these feeds on Twitter spaces. Um, but it just becomes, you know, that much more approachable for people to actually do this type of thing. Yeah. And so, you know, the response from the community has been really terrific so far. Um, you know, what we're looking forward to is just seeing, you know, where it goes and <laughs> really seeing how many more streams kind of start. Why do you think this is? Is it the pandemic or is it or the change in WordPress? I'm just, have you got any insight into why you think that has happened? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've seen this kind of thing just with other technologies over and over again where, you know, look at podcasts, for example. Like, podcasts were a big thing, then they kind of died down, and then they're just a really huge thing again. And part of that's because of the pandemic. Part of that's because of the technologies that, that you know, we're doing these things. Um, you may have heard, too, that Google's actually looking at doing, like, a Google Reader type of thing again. <laughs> After they had right. killed it years ago, and you know that caused a lot of frustration in general in the community. Um, so you know, I think part of it part of it's cyclical for sure. Uh, 
but you know, the larger thing, especially with getting seeing WordPress, uh, you know, authors coming out and doing live streams, I think is they're seeing that potential, right? So, so it's just playing the catch up really, you know, we've seen this already happening, uh, with other generations looking at, you know, gaming and watching how that works. Um, and we've seen, you know, especially there's JavaScript developers out there who do this kind of live streaming uh, for their stuff on Twitch or on YouTube. And so now we're starting to see that also go into, into the WordPress space. Um, I think another big thing too, is that there, there is becoming a demand out there for it. Like, especially with how quickly WordPress is changing. <laughs> I don't know if you've had a chance to play around with a, like a, a full site editor theme, a block theme yet, but, uh, you know, the way we build those, it's completely structurally different than how we would do it with PHP. And so from, from a development standpoint, you know, that's going to have huge implications and people are going to be looking out for that type of information. And so, you know, I'm seeing this need where you might not be doing development, you might be doing design, you might be, be an editor. Uh, but the reality is they're seeing that, you know, developers and all of us looking at the code and looking at what's happening are getting nervous. <laughs> so everyone else down the line is also going to get a little bit on edge and be like, you know, well, what, what do we need to know? What do we need to do in order to keep up with, you know, these changes that are happening? And so I think that's part of it too, is that, you know, there's a demand and people are, are given that supply. So on one hand, you got, you know, kind of like structured news shows and stuff like that. But on the other hand, I guess you've got situations where, I mean, if you imagine uh, Matthias Ventura, the sort of lead developer at the Gutenberg project in WordPress, and you've got a lot of people sort of saying, oh, you know, the documentation for this project isn't very good and we don't know what to do. I mean, the, the obvious, one of the obvious solutions in a way is, let's just live stream someone working for a few days. Right. <laughs> you know, what yeah. are we doing? Oh, I'm just setting up this new, I'm creating a new block today. And this is what it done. It's not like a tutorial, for instance, but people could gain a lot of insight from that. I mean, I've, I know on sort of, um, you don't really see it on YouTube because on YouTube things are very um, structured and edited and stuff like that. But I actually used to make a few YouTube movies that were, um, pretty rubbish like they weren't very good because I didn't edit them I just hit record it was almost like I was live streaming and people actually did appreciate that things went wrong in the video uh, let's say I was trying to show someone how <laughs> yep. to do something with Beaver Builder and I actually got stuck for 30 seconds at some point and I couldn't figure out what had gone wrong and it was actually quite helpful to see that um, unedited sort of experience as, as such I mean other than that kind of thing, I mean, what do you find about live stream content that is unique from podcasts and YouTube videos as such? I mean, do you have any insight into what it is from from you as an audience uh, watching them and also yeah. as a creator as well? Yeah, I mean, uh, on my side, uh, specifically myself, I'm, I've found that it gives me that chance to actually give feedback to the people that are presenting um, right then. So especially if you're using something like Twitch or YouTube, um, or even Twitter spaces, uh, you know, you can give that little you know, dosage of feedback to the person to let them know, you know, ask a question, let them know, you know, you agree with something. Uh, that to me becomes a whole new, a whole new space for people to work in for both, you know, for both the audience member and for the actual, uh, you know, presenter. We don't get that in podcasts. You know, you put out that podcast, how many times do you actually hear back from people saying they love that specific one or how many times do they actually share it on Twitter? 
um, I hear it all the time. You know, I listen to a lot of different podcasts. I listen to, uh, you know, WP Mainline and, and built podcasts from, uh, you know, Nathan and, you know, a couple others. Um, and everyone asked to share it and asked to, you know, give feedback, but I don't know how much it actually happens. And so by doing them live, uh, you know, in Twitter and Twitter spaces, they actually have these little icons that you can click on, you know, the, you can give a thumbs up, you can make the laughing icon, you can, yeah. you know, give a hundred. And so you're giving them that instant feedback right then. And you know what you think about it, um, on Twitch or YouTube. I mean, there's a literal chat right next to it. The, the presenters don't have to engage with it. They don't have to follow it, but nine times out of 10, they do. And that's, that's what I find really terrific. And, you know, they'll actually put, you know, the question up on the screen for them if they're using the proper software and they'll, you know, respond to it and talk about it, and, you know, have the guests, uh, you know, go ahead and give their feedback on it. So that, that really is the thing I think that gets missed from a pre-recorded video or a podcast. Um, and I know some webinars have tried to do this in a way, you know, there's some of the um, different webinars, you know, we record the presentations, but then they'll have a chat, you know, right after a Q and a right after. And I think that works and that's interesting, but it's also interesting to me, especially for a live stream specifically, that it's that kind of back and forth, you know, and it's not so polished. It's just, it's polished enough, <laughs> but it also gives a little bit of that give and take, uh, you know, that, that anything could really happen. So I think it replicates very well what it feels like to actually be in the room, you know, at a presentation or at a, at a Q and a type of event. In terms of getting started, is it, is it a difficult thing to get started? Do we need, you know, should we be overthinking it? I mean, and also like, do we, do we need to worry if for instance, the first time we go live that probably <laughs> we're probably on our own, there's nobody <laughs> else there. <laughs> yeah. The, um, there's different ways you can start. Uh, one of the simplest I'd say is a Twitter space and, you know, finding two or three other people that want to do it with you uh, beforehand. Uh, starting that out and, you know, anyone can start a Twitter space. There's no requirement. There's no, right. you know, prerequisite. So as long as you have a Twitter account, you can do that. You just need a phone. Uh, if you have a smartphone, it'll allow you to actually talk on it. Um, for tablets, I believe people can just listen to it. And on the desktop, it, it's currently not available yet to actually listen to Twitter spaces. So it's primarily a phone thing. Um, that's usually the, you know, I'd say the, the easiest point of entry to be able to do this stuff. But just remember, it's only audio. Uh, if you want to live stream with video, though, um, you know, there's a lot of different ways you could do it. You could do Twitch, which, which is a little bit more advanced. You could do YouTube, uh, which is a little bit easier. But of course, you'd want to have a channel this goes on. Um, what I would suggest is, you know, taking a look at the, both of those and seeing how they work. Um, Twitch is its own phenomena. <laughs> you really, if you're going to do Twitch, you got to really just kind of understand that, you know, are you using it just for streaming or are you really going to get immersed into the community? Because they have like a tipping system. They have all their own iconography and their own, their own verbiage that they use. So you just better be aware of that. Um, YouTube those, you know, absolutely going to be probably the more professional, easier way to go. Uh, but even just streaming to it regularly from your computer can be a challenge. So what I say is, you know, just use an application that's very straightforward and easy to work with. Um, the easiest one I found is StreamYard. Uh, I don't have any affiliates with them or anything like that. I just know it's a really good you know, quality way to stream out to uh, Twitch or YouTube or other places like that. So basically you would just use StreamYard instead of like your Chrome browser, 
you hook up your your mic and your your uh, video camera from your own computer, and you're off and running. You know, you can have you can have people on there as guests. You can put overlays on. You can do all kinds of stuff like that if you want to. But I try to keep it as simple as possible. Um, I'm one of those folks where I'm on the tech side. I love to over-engineer everything. I love to overthink everything. <laughs> so I'm <Same>. constantly <laughs> reminding myself just to ship it, just to build it. And uh, Joe Casabona talks about that a lot of like, just ship something, just get it out there. <laughs> and I'm guilty of this as well. So it's, you know, the same thing with live streams. Like you just got to get on the live stream and start doing it. It doesn't matter if you have no one watching you. Um, and I've been actually chewing my own dog food and doing that past few weeks. So just doing a live stream myself, just to try to play around and, you know, get used to it and see what it feels like. Um, I think the most I had at one time was like six people watching me at one time. Um, yeah. but that's fine. Like I'm not, I'm not there and I'm doing this for like thousands of people to watch uh, me at all. I'm really doing it cause I want to see what it's like. I want to feel it out. I want to try it out and just get used to doing it. Um, you know, I'd say you need to set your goals on what you want to achieve from this. Uh, you know, I wouldn't look for instant stardom and popularity, but you know, the point to me is really just sharing with the community and just, you know, putting it out there kind of on, on what you can share with people. I, I guess the thing is as well, if you're kind of worried about starting uh, outside of something like Twitter spaces and you want to go to YouTube and you're worried that your WordPress live stream isn't going to get any views, then then they should probably speak to you then shouldn't they and um get listed on your <laughs> on your twitter account and your website so that straight exactly. away i think i think straight away there's an opportunity there for people to to amplify what they're doing straight away and i, I probably would advise anybody even if it's their yeah. first stream just to let you know to get in touch with you and to uh to do that i mean on on that note is there any particular upcoming or regular streams that you particularly um, want to sort of shout out to uh, that you've been watching over the years or are coming up soon at all? Yeah, um, you know, there's some regular shows I watch. Um, you know, one of them is, is the Nathan Wrigley's one, which you, you used to be on this week in this week in WordPress. Um, the Torque Social Hour is also good. That's by all the right. folks at WP Engine. Uh, that's on Wednesdays, uh, and then WP Water Cooler. Uh, they, I think, they might be the longest running show. I don't. There's like, there's a couple different ones that are <laughs> that are kind of you know fighting over the title, but I think they might be the most. And that's WP Water Cooler is on Fridays, uh, two p.m. Eastern time. Um, but those all, you know, all those shows, you know, you go into especially. I think they, they all run on YouTube, and so you can connect there. You can chat while they're while they're doing it. Uh, they'll, you know, give you feedback. They'll talk with you. So uh, it's just it's a really cool experience to be able to do that. Um, there's also, you know, coming up was it November nineteenth at twelve p.m. Uh, from Post Status, they're doing a Twitter Space. So if you haven't done Twitter Spaces before, this is probably a great one to check out. Uh, it's it's kind of a a who's who of, of who's doing, you know, in the Twitter space lately. Um, yeah. There's a, uh, there's Joe Howard from WP Buffs is going to be on there. Uh, Birgit Hack, Polly Hack from uh, Automatic and also Gutenberg Times fame is going to be there. Uh, Jeff Chandler, who's been around, you know, he used to be on WP Tavern. Now he's on WP Mainline. Uh, Sarah Gooding from WP Tavern is going to be there. And uh, Matt Medeiros from WP Minute is going to be there too. I think that's everyone. I don't know if they're adding anyone else to that list, but that's going to be a really great uh, Twitter space to check out because there's so many folks talking. And I'm really, I'm really wondering what that conversation is going to go like because 
because there's going to be a lot of a lot of different opinions on that. I think that's going to be really cool. As well. If somebody knows about a particular live stream in WordPress or they're starting their own stream, what's the best way to to let you know and to to get to get listed on the on the Twitter feed or on the website? Yeah, um, really direct messaging me on Twitter. So either uh, either the WP live streams on Twitter, uh, the, the DMs are open on that, or even to my own Twitter account, which is uh, just at Schutzmith, uh, S-C-H-U-T-Z-S-M-I-T-H, um, or going to the website. So WPLivestreams.com, there's a form on there you can fill out. And it uh, really just looks for all your info on what the event is, uh, asks you to give a link back to, uh, you know, if there's a Twitter post about it already so we can retweet that or not. Uh, and then, you know, just your contact info so we know who who submitted it in the first place. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for that, Daniel. I mean, um, are you planning to start your own stream about the streams or are you, or are you going <laughs> to, or are you just going to generally sort of focus on, cause I know you have been streaming, you've been streaming, making your own website for instance, for this project, yeah. which is super cool and super meta to be honest. But um, yeah, I just wondered if you, if you have plans to start your own show on a regular basis that has a name, you know, as in the WP live stream. Streams. Yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm tinkering on it. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, there's another project I've been doing called WP DevOps. Um, sure. WP DevOps. I haven't launched it yet, but the whole concept basically is that uh, the the development space has changed so much in WordPress over the fa- past few years that we need to have some place where we really kind of keep all that information in one spot to know what tools are out there and what processes we can follow. Um, so for that, you know, I'm planning to launch that sometime this year in 2021. I just don't have a time frame on that, but most likely uh, from that, we'll also have to do some live streams, you know, based around some of these different tools. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, it's been great talking to you, Daniel, and um, good luck with the projects. And obviously you're a producer with the WP Minute, so we'll be hearing all about it and uh, looking forward to uh, helping you promote what you're doing and stuff and, um, and keeping in touch. Sounds great. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks, Paul. Uh, if you want to become a member, you know where to go. It's buymeacoffee.com slash mattreport. Buymeacoffee.com slash mattreport for $79. You can join the private Discord and get access to the news, just like Daniel and team. That was our first Sunday member spotlight. We hope you enjoyed it. You know what to do next? Share it on social media, and we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>